welcome to Parapod City of Parramatta Libraries podcast. So we're happy to be back, myself Catherine and my colleague Nissa. Hello. So look, today we're going to be looking at uh, a format that we haven't mentioned before and that is DVDs. And the library has hundreds of movies, TV shows and documentaries. So you can enjoy all of those resources. Um, so we've chosen a few, just a selection to kind of uh, whet your appetite. Also, we're going to mention um, the online resource that we do have that also offers um, a big range of movies, documentaries, children's programming, you know, basically the works. So Nissa, um, do you want to just run through what we're going to discuss? Yeah, so the ones we're going to look at are... Uh, one movie that Catherine's going to do is called Book Smart. I think it was directed by Olivia Wilde. Mm-hmm. Um, another movie Catherine's going to talk about is the latest movie, Ophelia. Um, I'm not quite sure who the director is. I can't wait to watch it, actually, uh, because I've, <laughs> I've been waiting for that DVD for a while, actually. It's finally here, so that's brilliant. Well, I had to hand it over, Nisha. <laughs> uh, there's also the documentary The Australian Dream, which uh, is the documentary that came out about Adam Goods that's made some waves. I'll be looking at the television show Succession, uh, which has a lot of well-known actors, including Brian Cox in it. Um, I'll also be looking at two dramas. So they're not television shows and they're not movies. There's three episode dramas uh, by the BBC, both based on Agatha Christie books. One is called Ordeal, Ordeal by Innocence, and the other one is called The ABC Murders. Um, the DVDs came out in 2019, and they came out on television on the BBC 2018. Finally, the documentary I'll be talking about is The Clinton Affair, which came out in 2018, I think, and the DVD in 2019. So, oh, of course, and the, <laughs> the electronic one you were talking about, uh, that is Beamer Film. So the library has a range of e-resources. If you go to the library website and then um, click on online library on the left-hand column, once you do that, there'll be a range of electronic resources that we provide to the public. If you click on movies, it'll take you to Beamer Film, uh, which is our provider for um, movies online, which you can access by putting in your library card and password. So definitely don't forget to check that out. Yeah, absolutely free. Starting with Catherine. Uh, Booksmart, I think you were raving about that. You know what, uh, Nissa, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's um, it's actually, yeah, directed by Olivia Wilde, um, written by, um, well, several writers, but Susanna Fogel, um, I think, was like, the major writer and really had the gem of this uh, idea. Um, now, um, it's... Teenage uh, buddy movie, I guess. It's a comedy drama. And the protagonists are Molly and Amy. So, look, um, the premise is that um, these two um, youngsters have been A students all the way through high school. Um, They, you know, it opens with them, you know, sort of giving their principal a really hard time about, you know, some kind of you know, serious, you know, kind of cause that they're um, advocating. So, I mean, this is the last day of school, so it gives you a bit of an idea. But the girls are really fun, you know, they're obviously really bright and there's a, there's a lovely kind of um, 
rapport between them because they've been buddies from grade school. But um, and and actually, the actress um, who plays Molly is um, somebody I haven't seen before, Beanie Feldstein, and she's actually the sister of Jonah Hill. Uh-huh. And Anna and um, uh, Caitlin Diva is Amy. So she's been in some quality teen dramas too. I've seen her around um, in a couple of things. So these are obviously, you know, really up and coming talents. Um, but I really loved that they were um, like, you know, sort of real looking people. You know, they sort of weren't size eight um, kind of model type you know, actors. They, they, you know, there was a real authenticity and a genuineness. But having said that, the the movie, you know, isn't gritty. It's not a gritty teen drama. Like, for example, I watched Eighth Grade recently, and I, I, that was that was kind of, I would say, more so. So this is kind of a fantasy in a way, but it's kind of funny, and it's these, both these characters are sort of, uh, you know, you can really embrace them and their their kind of quirkiness well the premise is that they've been studying really hard haven't had any fun and then they discover on their last day of school that some of their classmates have also achieved um the same kind of success so some are going to yale and some are going to be working for google so they've actually been successes but they've also partied so the girls decide that it's their last night, so they are also going to party. And it kind of revolves around, you know, that one, well, basically 24 hours, like a lot of really good movies that, you know, have that sort of, uh, you know, coming-of-age sort of theme. So in any event, um, as I said, this is kind of not gritty. It's set in a fairly upmarket part of L.A., but to me it didn't detract from the charm of this movie. It has copped some criticism for not being kind of gritty enough. But I loved it and, you know, I would definitely give it five stars. Wow. Okay, so the one I want to talk about, a television series called Succession. So Succession is, I think it's showing its second one somewhere on whichever channel is streaming it, but the first... Uh, Fox, I've noticed uh-huh. it's on Fox. That's so where f- I've been watching it. <laughs> <laughs> the first season, uh, which I've watched, is out on DVD. We have that in the library. Good news. And basically that television show um, has received a lot of, I think, positive reviews about it. So it's basically about a media tycoon and his family. Um, it's... I think someone, I read someone that was sort of loosely based on perhaps the Murdochs and another media uh, family. Definitely, I can definitely see the Murdochs. Yeah, you can see like shades of that a little bit, at least in the superficial elements. Yeah. Um, and it's got, um, so there's a media tycoon who is uh, called um, Logan and he is paid, he's played by Brian Cox, the Scottish actor who was in the early X-Men movies um, and the Bourne Identity movies as well. Uh, the Bourne movies as well. Um, there's uh, Kendall, the character Kendall, which is one of the sons of the tycoon. He's played by Jeremy Strong. There is the another son called Roman, played by Kieran Culkin. Now, the thing is, Kieran Culkin is... I like him. He's a man in his 30s, but I always think of him as Fuller from Home Alone. Same. <laughs> <laughs> a staple of my childhood. So, I don't know, I always just look at him and go... <laughs> Something about Fuller, don't wet the bed. That's, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Poor guy, he'll always be remembered for that, um, at least by me. Uh, you've got Shiv, who's the daughter of the family, and that's played by actress Sarah Snook. An Australian, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Connor, another son, is played by Alan Ruck. 
Uh, there are also two other major characters. So Shiv's fiance is played by Matthew McFadden, uh, who was in Ripper Street, Spooks, Pride and Prejudice, the Kira oh, Knightley version. Very, very fine British actor. Yes, very. He's, he's funny. He plays an American here and kind of like a a character you don't have much respect for. And until then, I'd always seen him as like a British gentleman. So it's quite oh. disconcerting in some ways to see them in like another role. Cast against type. Mm, but he does it well. And there's another character as well um, who plays, a, a, you know, a, a distant family member. I haven't got the actor's name. Um, so sorry for that. But yeah, so the, it's about like a media tycoon and, a, and the family. And basically it's, um, it's like a family soap opera almost. So you've got elements of that. It's about, like, politics. Politics, not necessarily the one where the government kind of politics, but politics in the family. Um, it's about, like, dominance. It's about um, betrayal. It's about emotional abuse. It's about, uh, you know, drug abuse. It's about power plays. It's about business takeovers. So I find it really, really interesting. And I don't know. I think they've done it really well. It's There's so many different elements over here. Um but yeah, it's yeah, definitely I would recommend that. I don't know how many stars I would give out of five. Perhaps ooh, a solid four. I'm quite stingy when it comes to stars, so four means something good, I yeah. think, when it comes from me. So yeah, four stars out of that for me. But yeah, well, Succession, season one, the library has that. Do borrow that. Yeah, um, that's yeah. very generous. But and watch out for season two when it, you know, it finishes. Um, look, season two is now showing on Foxtel if you've got it. Yep, and you know we will get the DVD, of course. So oh, of course. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Borrow the library's DVD, of folks. Course. Okay, so your movie Ophelia. Thanks, Nissus. So look, my movie Ophelia, not mine, but the movie that I really enjoyed, um, is directed by Claire McCarthy. So um, she seems to be a sort of uh, up-and-coming kind of young female director um, because some of her credits are... Um, American Woman, I saw that and it was a really good sort of, um, you know, sort of uh, American drama with um, another British actress, Sienna Miller, that's right, and Charlie's Angels, the reboot. So she's got a bit of kudos there. But any, anyhow, um, this particular movie um, is a reimagining of the Hamlet story from Ophelia's point of view. Obviously, um, you know, you'd be able to gather that from the title. Um so the protagonist uh, is uh, Daisy Ridley. Now, now she's the the um, one of the young actor um, stars featured in uh, Star Wars, the most recent Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So um, she's a recognisable face, but she's a very fine actress. And um, so this story, as I said, it's a reimagining. Um, it's kind of, I suppose, a feminist take on you know what happens. The all the actors are very solid because you have Naomi Watts. And you have Clive Owens. Um, there's a young man who plays um, Hamlet, George McKay. I was pretty underwhelmed by him. I just I don't know about the casting of him. But, I mean, he wasn't really a strong presence. But then it doesn't really matter because this is really about Ophelia. And it's, this has got a really lovely twist because even though the opening sequence shows Ophelia, you know, in a looking very pre-Raphaelite with long you know, red um, curly hair and on the lake and, and clutching a bunch of, you know, sort of lilies. Um, there's a sort of a twist to this story. So really, you know, this is a strong feminist character. You know, she's not the victim. And, you know, the famous line, get ye to a nunnery. That's, um, that is uttered 
but more in a way that um, um, sort of uh, denotes um, a, a kind of uh, way to protect her in a sense, you know, to just sort of get out from the current situation. Because, you know, basically Hamlet's a political thriller and uh, all the, um, the machinations occur. So it, it is politically sort of um, based story. But I just really liked the way... I mean, I think it was a brave attempt to do something, to, to have another take on Shakespeare. And God knows, there have been so many versions <laughs> of Hamlet. Um, but there's a very handsome production. Um, and I think all the scenes, like, for example, the action and uh, some battle scenes, are really well done. And it's beautiful to look at. Uh, I, don't know, I really enjoyed it. I just watched it last night. And I think I would give it four out of five. So check it out. You're going to take it home, Nissan. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So um, the I'll be talking about two together now. They're both based on. So both of them are based on Agatha Christie books. Uh, they both came out in 2018. With the DVDs coming out in 2019. Both uh, were shown on BBC One and. Both of them are three episodes each. So the first one is ABC Murders. ABC Murders has, um, so it's a Poirot story, um, except we've got John Malkovich as Poirot. Um, and I'm used to seeing David Suchet, and we've got so many David Suchet Poirot DVDs in the library. Definitely worth checking out, by the way. Oh, they're, they're, still, all of them. they're great, especially the later ones. I think I like them even more. Yeah. Um, but he does a great job as Poirot. And you've got Rupert Grint, um, a.k.a. Ron Weasley, also there. Uh, and I think he does a marvellous job too. I was quite happy that he, you know, he's still in, in films because you don't see him as often as, um, you know, the, the other two actors. Uh, so, yeah, and it was a great... I really enjoyed it. Um, it it's a good story. Um, it's based on uh, a 1936 book uh, by Agatha Christie of the same name. Um, and it focuses a little bit more on Poirot's past, which is revealed, his his past that existed um, in Belgium. So I found that really fascinating, like, uh, you know, the, the story about that, like all revealing, um, you know, uh, something about what he does now and that's rooted in what happened to him in Belgium. So I found that really interesting. And the story itself, uh, the actual mystery uh, about a series of murders called the ABC Murders, um, that story in itself was great too. So I really enjoyed it. Set in the 1930s, uh, totally worth watching. I'd give that, oh, Gosh, I don't know. Four stars again? I'm sorry. I'll just be giving four stars to everything over here because I like to. <laughs> I only chose the good ones for our listeners. That's um, pretty generous. Yeah. The other one I want to talk about is Ordeal by Innocence. Now, that's got quite a number of well-known actors. You've got Bill Nye. You've got Anna Chancellor, Matthew Good, Luke Treadaway. Um, Anna Chancellor and Matthew Good both been in Downton. They've both been in The Crown. Uh, Bill Nye, of course, needs no introduction. Luke Treadaway, when I saw him, I'm like, oh gosh, that's the guy from Mr. Mercedes, which is another um, television show that the library has. And he's also in the latest uh, the latest season of The Crown. Yeah. But I, I noticed that it wasn't listed, Mr. Mercedes, on his, um, on his IMDb, um, you know, profile. And it turns out he has a twin brother called Harry. And Harry is actually... Harry Treadaway is a Mr. Mercedes, so identical twin. So that was a very interesting discovery I made last night when I was doing the notes. So good the, research. Yeah, there's a bit yes, of trivia for you people. Um, and so this story is it's based on you know Agatha Christie book of the same name, published in 1958. However, the book is a little bit different, and I think a bit of what you talked about with Ophelia, where it's given it a bit more substantial 
well, you can say, I guess, feminist tones, but maybe the female characters are a bit more fleshed out, would you say, with Ophelia? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. Queen Gertrude and Ophelia mm-hmm. are pretty much, you know, they're sort of the two main characters. Yeah, well, they've done something similar here, I think, with at least three female characters. And also the villain, I gather, was meant to be um, someone in, you know, the book, but they changed it um, in the television show. So, you know, some people were happy with that, some people were not. But, again, they they in doing so they gave the female characters they made them a little bit less one-dimensional and a bit more fleshed out so that's quite interesting um again i i really enjoyed that beautifully shot it has some there was a scene i think i remember it struck me at the time um the the dress worn by a lot of the characters like they wore green dresses and the the wallpaper was green and it just it was beautifully shot so um, Ordeal by Innocence actually is quite it's a beautiful looking one so very stylized some would say over stylized but I it's a feast for the eyes I think as well as just a good story so oh. that's yeah uh, a, a nice one to watch I think and again it's it's only three hours so if you want something that's a bit more than a movie oh. uh, no if you want something to get a bit more than a movie a bit less than a television show with like 12 to 25 episodes go for one of these uh, lovely uh, BBC usually dramas mm. uh, they won't disappoint you okay the Australian dream documentary that you're going to talk about Adam Goods Catherine all right what's thanks. the verdict thanks Nissa. well I mean this is um, a very um, it's been a very celebrated movie it's really received a lot of acclaim so it's actually been written by Stan Grant um, it's been directed by uh, Daniel Gordon I don't really know that director but um, uh, and yeah, quite by chance this year, two thousand nineteen, there's been actually two movies that came uh, that were released that cover um, a very similar um, topic, and that is Adam Good, um, sorry, um, uh, Adam Goods, and uh, you know the, uh, the incidents and the whole traje- trajectory of the story of what happened, which is very well known, and that is you know basically the AFL, I think. Um, you know, controversy, I suppose, Adam Good's calling out racism on the field and uh, the backlash and, you know, the, the sort of um, the repercussions. And, I mean, Adam Good's uh, was uh, Australian of the Year, you know, I think a few years before this occurred. And there was this complete sort of, you know, I think um, public... The public sort of, well, football fans in any event, really turned on his calling out racism. And it, it was quite a horrible incident in, in I think, the, the history of Australia's relations, race relations and relationship with the Indigenous people. But, I mean, you know, obviously if Stan Grant has um, written this, it's going to be very even-handed, and it is because it um, looks at, um, it gets the opinion of, you know, all sides to this sort of controversy. It's quite, you know, sort of heartbreaking because, I mean, Adam Goods was a brilliant and, you know, is a, is a wonderful, uh, I think, role model for Indigenous people and Australians um, uh, exemplary athlete. And, um, I, you know, it just really didn't deserve what happened. But it's just absolutely riveting. So I think um, this, um, let's see, people like Evie Maguire and, you know, uh, 
uh, Andrew Bolt, of course, you know, have their say. And we won't really sort of go into, you know, their opinion. But they have been discredited. Even, I think, Eddie Maguire has apologised for, you know, exactly what happened to Adam Goods. So, long story short, basically, Adam Goods had to retire. Well, he chose to retire, even though, you know, he was still sort of at the height of his powers as an athlete because of the, um, you know, the, the crowd booing that, you know, he just couldn't tolerate. Um, consequently, it's been, I think, a really positive story because I think it's really raised the consciousness within Australia of attitudes that still exist, even people, even though people in, you know, our country say, well, we're very multicultural, you know, we're a very tolerant society. Case in point, this story, absolutely intense and riveting, a real must-watch. So that one is a five. Wow. And and we have very many great documentaries and we'll be getting more. So Nissa, tell us. My, okay, so the very last one, my documentary, it's called The Clinton Affair. Um, so uh, for those very, very few of you who don't know anything about what this possibly would be about, Monica Lewinsky uh, was a 22-year-old intern in the 1990s uh, when Bill Clinton was the 49-year-old president. Uh, they had an affair. It came out. She was basically, basically she had a horrible, 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 horrible time because of it. And that has still impacted her life to this day. Um, And this was in the 1990s. So um, Monica Lewinsky actually wrote about her affair for the first time in Vanity Fair in 2014. And I remember reading that article and being very, very moved um, because... I mean, I had a little bit of an awareness of what was happening on at the time, but uh, I suppose being a child, I I wasn't, you know, I didn't know all of what was going on. Um, But I gather a lot of the information wasn't fair. And she wrote so gracefully and so beautifully about it in that Vanity Fair article. Very, Um, Very eloquent. She did, yes. And then so... Um, this came out, this uh, documentary was produced as a six-part doco and it came out in 2018. The DVD came out this year, 2019. Um, and, oh, well, this might be 2020 when this is published, <laughs> the podcast itself. And basically the documentary is about the affair and it's and how it led to the impeachment of the, um, you know, impeachment proceedings against the president. And it includes on-air, like an on-air interview with Lewinsky. Um, and she just, again, the same thing with the Vanity Fair article. She just acquits herself so well. She spoke, speaks so movingly and beautifully about it. Um, and I love how the title isn't the Lewinsky scandal, which is what it was known, at, I gather, at the time. Um, it's called The Clinton Affair. However, uh-huh. on Wikipedia... The whole incident still refers to the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal, but I'm glad at least his name is there too. Um, And it involves the FBI, media, uh, politicians. Um, It's got clips from talk show hosts who are just being absolutely brutal to this young woman. Um, uh, There are recordings of the phone call she made to a dear friend where she talked about all of this and then all that was revealed. when that friend you know betrayed her so it's i look it's it's an interesting documentary even if you're not aware of what happened at the time or you don't really care about what happened at the time because it's an interesting look and again it's a little bit with that sort of me too movement where 
we are now looking afresh at some things that happened in the past, which is not to rewrite the past, but to just look at it afresh and see how all all of us acquitted ourselves um, and how we could have done better. And a lot of people have subsequently apologised for how they behaved. So that one I would give, well, for the value, I'd add four and one quarter, I think, <laughs> stars. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's my take on the Clinton affair. Definitely I'd recommend everyone watch that i think it sometimes because it's six episodes it might feel like a bit of a drag in parts but i think it's well worth sticking with it um and then just watching it so yeah so that was my documentary and i think that brings uh to the end uh six you know six or maybe seven review i would say what i want to watch on my list of to watch is a dvd the library has chernobyl Uh uh season one um, I don't know if they're making more seasons, but I've heard great reviews about that. So that's definitely on my list. And I know the library has it, so I'll be adding my yeah, name so yes, to the I've reserve I've seen list. a couple of episodes and, um, yeah, it's definitely very hard-hitting. Well, 19 nominations at this year's Emmy, so that's on my list. What's on your list to watch, Catherine, over the summer? Oh, gosh, so much. You know, um, gee, you caught me out there, Nissa. Because <laughs> these are all, by the way, all the people that are listening, these are recommendations for the summer. It's going to be hot if you want to stay indoors, you know, and watch some great DVDs. Come to the library. We've got Aircon. Uh, borrow some DVDs and you can, you know, take them home and enjoy them. Uh, so these are some television shows, movies and documentaries to get stuck into. So, again, I'll be watching Chernobyl watching oh no you've really put me on the spot um you know what i might watch the reboot of the elbow l word aha uh-huh. and that might be quite interesting yeah do we have that in the library <laughs> we do have Excellent. the some of the episodes Brilliant. so maybe check it out if it's your kind of thing folks why not okay so uh from now and we'll see you next time we will if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast you can go to our blog para reads you can find us on itunes under parapods all the Podbean app again parapods we'll talk to you later bye bye the material presented in this podcast is for general information only any opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the guest speaker do not necessarily represent the views of City of Parramatta Council. City of Parramatta Council is not responsible for any injury, loss or damage which you may directly or indirectly suffer in connection with this podcast.